Dear God, we love you, Jesus. Lord, we bless your holy name, dear God. We give you all of the glory, all of the honor tonight, oh Lord. Oh God, have your way in our hearts, in our minds, in our souls, dear Lord. Let your spirit, oh God, come down. Visit with us this night, oh Lord. We need you, Jesus. We can't do anything without you. We need your power and your strength, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, it's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of First Kings. First Kings chapter 21, beginning at verse 1. And it came to pass after these things that Naboth, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard which was in Jezreel, hard by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. And Ahab spake unto Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near unto my house. And I will give thee for it a better vineyard than it. Or if it seem good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. And Naboth said to 
to Ahab, the Lord forbid it me that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. By the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to talk about keeping my inheritance. Yes. Keeping my inheritance. Oh, yes. You can be seated tonight. Here in this, this chapter here, we read that Naboth had an understanding of what he had. Um, he had an understanding that it wasn't meant, it wasn't meant for him to sell. It wasn't, he didn't have a selling price. He didn't, he understood that he had something very important. He understood that what had been given to him, that those that before him had went through so much to pass that on down to him. And so when Ahab came to him asking for it because Ahab just, he didn't understand the value of the vineyard. He just thought it was just another vineyard. As he begins to offer uh, Naboth money, oh, he said, I'll give you one that is better than it. Um, and so, but, but Naboth had a determination. He said, the Lord forbid that I would give you the inheritance of my fathers. Someone needs to understand tonight that we have something very valuable. Yes. Something very precious here tonight. Oh, yes. Um, and I want to make it up in my mind, whatever it takes, I want to hold on to it with everything that I have. Ahab said, you know what? I'll give you one better than it. I've come to find out that there's nothing better than what That's we have here in the house of the That's Lord. Right. You know, the devil will tell you a lie and say, well, I can give you better than that. I can give you better than a, a Sunday morning service. I can give you better than a Sunday night service. I can give you better than a Wednesday night service or the Holy Ghost. I can give you something that will do you a whole lot more better than what those things do. But I come to find out that there's nothing that can compare to the house of the Lord. There's nothing that can compare to the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, I don't know if everybody feels that way tonight, but I know for me and my house, my Holy Ghost experience is not up for sale. I'm not negotiating with it. I'm not bargaining with it. I'm holding on to it until I leave this life. can be seated tonight. Thank you. The devil will come around and he will try to negotiate with you. Somebody needs to let the devil know that all negotiations are off. That's right. There ain't no, I ain't got an if, I ain't got a but, I ain't, there's no reservation in my heart for what the devil is offering, for what this world is offering. I've got a made up mind that I have something valuable tonight. It may not seem valuable to this world, but I come to find out that it is well, it is valuable to me tonight. I come to understand that without this, I would be dead in the grave in eternal damnation. But God came and he pulled me out of the harbor pit. He pulled me out of the miry clay. He set me free. So I come to make up in my mind that I'm going to hold on to what I have. Each and every church service, I'm going to make the best of the opportunity that I have. I'm going to lay hold 
on eternal salvation yes. tonight. Yes. You can be seated tonight. Praise God. And so, the devil will come around and he will try to negotiate with you. You'll read in the Bible where God, this was before Ahab became wicked as, you'll read where Ahab, he, but he didn't start out wicked. He didn't start out bad. But you'll read that there was a king that came up against him and he began to, the king began to tell him all the things that he wanted him to give them. And, you know, and I read it, and it's so, it's amazing how that he was just so willing to do whatever this other king was, was, was telling him. And, you know, he, the king had got down to the point where he said, I don't just want your, your possessions. I want your children. I want your wife. I want all of those things. And he was just so willing to go along with it. You know what? I've come to make it up in my mind that I'm not giving anything right. over to the devil. I'm not, I'm not bargaining with him. I'm not, I'm not ducking and hiding. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to make him feel, listen, I want the devil to know that he's in for a fight tonight. I'm going to fight for my peace tonight. I'm going to fight for my joy tonight. I'm going to fight for my marriage tonight. I'm going to fight for my children. It's not up for sale tonight. I'm not letting it go. I'm fighting for my church tonight. And what we have here. What we feel in the house of the Lord tonight, I'm fighting for it. I'm not throwing in the towel. I'm not laying down and letting the devil have his way. And I'm going to fight for it. In Jesus' name. You can be seated. Thank you, Lord. Now, everybody doesn't feel the same way. You'll always have. I'm not saying that I got it all figured out or that I'm the role model that everybody should follow. But, you know, sometimes you see it by attitudes and actions and opinions that everybody don't treasure what we have tonight. That's right. Everybody doesn't value and hold it at high esteem. And when a person begins to look at what we have as if it's not worth much or it's something to play around with or it's something to toy around with, listen, not one service should be played around with. Not one opportunity should be, should just be casually approached. But we should understand what we have here tonight. We should understand the value of it tonight. There was an individual in the Bible that had something great. He was to inherit something that was great and wonderful. But this individual, the way that he looked at it and the way that his perception of it, it wasn't a good one. And so it didn't matter to him to just throw it to the wayside. It didn't matter to him to negotiate it and to just give it over for the temple, the right now. So many people are letting go 
of things that is going to pay off when it's all said and done. They're letting it go for temporal satisfaction. Yes. They're letting it go for the right now. They're letting it go for money. They're letting it go for fame and popularity. They're letting it go for relationships, ungodly relationships. They're letting it go as they have in their mindset that those things are more important than being right with God. It's more important than being full of the Holy Ghost. It's more important than making the best of each and every opportunity that we have when we come into the house of the Lord. When you act that way, you fall into the category of one by the name of Esau. As he felt that the right now, the carnal, it was more important than the supernatural. Somebody needs to understand that there is nothing more important than living for God. I'm talking about living for God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength. There ain't nothing more important than being able to come into the presence of the Lord and feel God's wonderful. I want to tell some young person tonight, whatever the devil is offering you, it's a lie. It's from the pit of hell. It won't satisfy you. It won't keep you. Matter of fact, it will destroy you. It will tear you apart. It will destroy Every good and perfect thing that God has put in your life. Yes. You can be seated tonight. I got to understand what is being handed down to me. I got to understand the value of it. I got to understand that people was killed, beat, bled, hid underground so that we could have this precious thing. More importantly, if you don't remember that, you should remember the one that came, robed himself in flesh, so that you could, we could be here tonight. And so that we could experience and have an opportunity to come into the house of the Lord and begin to be filled and, and saved and delivered and set free from things that, ha- that holds us captive. If you don't remember anything else, don't lose sight of that. Don't let this world cause you to lose sight of that. Don't let money cause you to lose sight of how precious this thing is. Don't let a vain babbling cause you to lose sight of what we have here tonight. We have something precious here tonight. Don't let carnal people cause you to lose out on what God has given you here tonight. There is nothing more important than the power of the Holy Ghost. There's nothing more important than being in covenant with God. And you know what? It ain't up for sale. I don't care what you're offering. I don't care what it is. I'm not selling out. I'm not letting go of it. You can be seated tonight. Esau felt that it value to it. He said, what good does it do me if I die? What good is this birthright to me? Or this, this, what he was expecting. It wasn't just any old thing. It was, it wasn't some light thing. It was the promises that God made with Abraham. Promises that he made with Isaac. It wasn't light. 
We need to know that we're not dealing with some life saving tonight. We have something to inherit tonight right. if we hold on. And I want you to know the power of the Holy Ghost that we feel here is great and it's wonderful, but that's not the end. Right. That's not the end. Paul told them in the book of Ephesians, he told them that the Holy Ghost, that it was the earnest right. of our inheritance. In other words, the Holy Ghost is to strengthen us and give us the power to stand so that we will inherit what we are striving for, and that is heaven. I got my eyes on heaven tonight. There ain't nothing more important than heaven tonight. I'm telling you, your family ain't more important than heaven tonight. What your mother and your father's opinion is not more important than making it to heaven tonight. I got my mind made up that nothing is going to cause me to let go of this precious treasure that we have. I'm not letting go of it. I'm not selling out. You can be seated tonight. He said, I'll give you another one like it. Ain't nothing else like this here tonight. That's right. You ain't going to find this on the street corner somewhere. You ain't going to find it in the club somewhere. You ain't going to find it in the ballpark somewhere. You ain't going to find it across the street somewhere. Honey, you don't just find this anywhere. Come on, ain't nothing else like this. You can't copycat this. You can't duplicate it. It's genuine. It's the real thing tonight. You can be seated tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Some people, the, the devil deceives them and causes them to believe, well, I can go somewhere else and be safe. Go somewhere else. Set free. Walk in victory. People learn the hard way that it's not that easy. That's right. It's not that easy. I tell you, every what you feel here in the house of the Lord tonight, it's not like this everywhere else. I something say, oh, you just saying that every, you know, we ain't the only people that got the Holy Ghost. No, we ain't. But I'm going to tell you, it ain't like this everywhere else. Right. And so I got to understand what I have. I got to ask God to enlighten my eyes. Open up my eyes. Open up my understanding. Help me to understand what I really have. Help me not to believe and think that I've been here for so long and I, I know how things go that I lose sight of how valuable this thing is. I can't allow longevity to cause me to lose sight of just what we have here tonight. This ain't some just some ordinary thing tonight. This is extraordinary. We got the real deal tonight. This ain't patty cake. We are... We don't have a form of godliness tonight and deny the power thereof. We got it tonight. We got the Holy Ghost. It's real tonight. We got the real thing. We ain't playing no game tonight. This is the real, authentic, genuine. You can be seated tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And so the devil will come. He'll try to get you to sell. 
to try to harvest it. Try to work it here and out. I'm going to tell you, there's reservation in your heart. Anything in this world, you will sell out. You will. That's why it's important that my heart has to be fixed on the Lord. David said it like this, because the writer, Hosea, he talked about how that God's people's hearts were divided. And part of them want to live for God. Another part of them want to be involved with what everybody else is doing. But David said it like this. He said, unite my heart. I need God to unite my heart that I would fear his name, that I would reverence him, that I would respect him, that I would care about what he thinks. That means that God cares about what comes out of your mouth. God is concerned about what you're looking at and what you're listening to. God is concerned about where you're hanging out at and who you're rubbing shoulders with. God is very concerned about that. And you know what? The devil wants you in those places. He wants you to compromise. He wants you to let down. He wants you to begin to go ahead and just blend in with everybody else. And you don't, we don't know it, before, we don't even know it, but before, long, before you know it, you have given in, you have thrown in the towel, now you're doing what everybody else is doing. Listen, I don't want to do what everybody else in this world is doing. I don't want to be doing, I don't want to do what everybody else is on the job is doing. I don't want to talk about what everybody else on the job is talking about. I don't want to talk about what lost family members are talking about. I want to talk about how good God is, how great he is, how wonderful he is. I want to talk about the things of the Lord. That's what I want to promote. I don't care what they're talking about on social media. Who cares? I'm not in this for likes. I'm not in this for friends. I'm in this to be saved and delivered and set free. I want to make heaven. I want to make heaven. I want to make heaven. I don't care what everybody else is talking about, what they're doing. Let me see this. Just at a point in my life. All of that stuff. Been there, done that. I'm not, I'm not boasting in it. I'ma tell you, it's a waste. Wasted years striving and chasing the things of this world. Many times I wish I could get those years back. As I realize that I Waste a valuable time on nothing. It's hard to sit down and say, you know what? I wasted years on nothing. But I thank God for his grace. I thank God for his mercy. And I made up in my mind that I'm not compromising. I'm not selling out. I'm not throwing in the towel. I'm not, the devil can come all he wants. He can, he, I don't care what he's offering. I don't care what he's dangling. You know what? I know where that ends. That ends to a dead-end road. It, 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 there ain't nothing good with the, what the devil is offering. I want to stay in the church. I want to stay in the house of the Lord. I want to keep my hands in the air. I want to keep my mouth open. 
When I say mouth open, I ain't talking about gossiping. I'm talking about praising and magnifying and glorifying the king of kings. I want to keep my a praise upon my lips. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Somebody need to make it up in your mind. It's about time that I sober up and realize what I have. can be seated tonight. There's nothing like this. Money can't buy this. You can't purchase this with money. You got to purchase this with something that's a whole lot more than money. This, this, this can't be purchased with money. You know, Peter had to let Simon the sorcerers know that your money perished with thee. You think you can purchase the Holy Ghost with money? You got it all wrong. You, If you're going to get this, you got to come in faith tonight. You got to come in faith, and you got to let that faith, that faith that you proclaim you have, that you got to begin to make the proper steps towards the Lord. You got to get those hands in there. If you really believe, you ain't got a problem with lifting up your hands. If you really believe, you ain't got a problem lifting up your voice. You ain't got a problem leaping for joy. You don't have a problem with running the aisles. You know that's the only way it's going to happen. If I'm going to be saved, it can't just be by faith alone. There's got to be some works with that faith. You can be seated tonight. And so, I don't want to make the mistake that Esau made. You know, it's, I know as a young person, it's so easy to believe that you're missing out. And the devil plays on that. The devil will bring from from lost relatives, unsaved family members, bring pressure because you believe that you're missing out. You know what? I come to find out that we're not the ones missing out. The world is missing out. We we're on the right end of this thing. The world, listen, you you need to. Somebody, I told somebody this, you got to have a determination that you're going to live for God. You got to have a made up mind. You got to be determined that I'm going to live for God. You got to be determined that I have something real here. I have something that is precious. You can't let the devil talk you out of what you have. You got to understand that I have what this world needs. This world is chasing everything. They're running to and fro. They're, they're drinking themselves silly. They need what we have here tonight. They want peace. Well, they need it here. It's here in the house of the Lord. You ain't going to find it in a bottle. You ain't going to find it in a pill. You ain't going to find it on the street corners. You're going to find it here in the house of the Lord. You can be seated tonight. Judas thought that, I'm going to tell you, Judas sold out and missed out. He missed out, not realizing what was waiting, awaiting him, not realizing that the power of the Holy Ghost was what was awaiting him. Not only that, salvation, he sold out, he 
sold out. Can you imagine walking with Jesus? Can you imagine talking to him? Can you imagine him giving you power to heal, to cast out devils? Judas sold out for money. But I'm going to tell you, there will always come a point when you will come, something will click, and you'll realize that what you thought it was going to be, well, it's not. It will. It will happen. Something will click in your mind, and you'll realize that I threw away everything for nothing, for nothing. I don't want to make that mistake today. I want to have a made-up mind that I'm going to hold on to this. I'm going to hold on to it as I realize what, was, what, what people went through so that I could have an opportunity to experience this precious salvation. I, I said it before, you know, people learn how to go through the motions. They learn how to play the game. They learn how to put on the facade. They learn how to, how to do church. Well, I don't want to learn how to do church. I really want to have church. I really want to have church. I really want to walk out of here delivered. I really want to leave here set free. I really want to walk in power and victory, Holy Ghost authority. I don't want to fall into the trap of going through the motions and playing the game. I really want to have what I say I have. I really want to have this thing. You can be seated tonight. Really want to have this. I feel it. Somebody thinks that there's something better waiting for me. That I've been doing this church thing for far too long. It's about time for me to do my thing. It's about time for me to get involved in other things. Does it? It's not the things of God. It's not the word of God. It's not prayer. It's not the house of bread. I'm going to tell you, the devil is setting you up for a hard fall. He's setting you up for a hard fall. I'm going to tell you, you will not feel this anywhere else. You will not feel this kind of liberty, this kind of victory anywhere else. You're not going to feel it. Matter of fact, you will experience, if you walk away from God, you will experience misery, experience pain, experience betrayal. The devil paints a real pretty picture for people. He doesn't show them what's really awaiting them. He doesn't really show them. He paints a facade. People fall in love. They get mesmerized by an illusion. Not real, because I'm gonna tell you, people that get involved with drugs and nicotine and alcohol, I promise you, if they knew the end result, they wouldn't get involved with it. But the devil paints a picture like that: you're gonna be cool, you're gonna be in, you're gonna be a part of the in crowd. Paints an illusion. Now people are addicted to ecstasy. They even want it. They even want to take ecstasy. And the 
end result is they're losing their touch on their deathbed because they're the painter losing it. They fell in love with it. They fell in love with it, not knowing that it's going to take their life. I'm going to tell you, the devil is a liar. He's a father of it. I want somebody to hear me that hear that tonight. The devil is a liar, and he is a father of lies. I'm going to tell you, you have something great here. It's about time that we stop mishandling it. It's about time we stop playing around with it. It's about time we make the best of every opportunity that we have as we realize that this is the greatest thing that anyone could ever come in contact with. I hope you don't I hope you haven't gotten tired of hearing about the Holy Ghost. I hope you haven't gotten tired of hearing about Acts 238, John 3, 5. I hope you haven't gotten tired of hearing about Jesus Christ and the price that he paid so that you can be here tonight. Let's remain standing. You know, some people, they get so they get so used to it that it doesn't have an effect on them any longer. Hearing about the cross and hearing about Jesus being beaten, spit upon, crowned of thorns, it don't move them any longer because they've gotten so cold and so dull concerning the things of God. In about Acts 2.38 and John 3.5, it don't move them any longer. If anything should excite us, it should be Acts 2.38 and John 3.5. That should really excite you. But you find out that it does. tell you, every other place that so calls themselves a church, don't experience what we feel here. You know, the children of Israel, they got so, they, they became carnal, ungrateful, unthankful. And now God is raining down manna from heaven. When I read that, that's not a light thing. God wasn't raining down manna on everybody. We do know that, right? Everybody wasn't getting manna coming down from heaven. And they got to a point where they said, our soul loafeth They started. ever want to despise what we have here. I don't ever want to get tired of it. I don't want, you know, if you if you don't have the right perspective, you can drag in all Wednesday night service, Sunday morning, Sunday night. You can drag in all casual and nonchalant. I want to drag it to the house of the Lord. I want to come running. I want there to be an excitement in my heart. I want to come expecting great things. Amen? Come on, somebody. Sound like you really mean it. Amen? I want to come running into the house of the Lord expecting God to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost, expecting God to heal and save and deliver. I don't want to have a casual, indifference approach to the things of God. 
realize what the value is in what we have here today. We hear it so many times out of all the billions of people in this world. Here's the one standing here in the presence of God. God's presence. That's not a light thing. That's not something to to allow to go on one ear and out the other. As you realize God is in this place. Some people come into the house of the Lord and they don't realize that God is here. Do you know that God could be in your presence and you don't even know it? Jacob, dream, dream, angels ascending, descending down a ladder, up and down the ladder. He wakes up. He makes a statement. He says, surely the Lord is in this place. I didn't even know it. God can be right next to you, brushing right next to you. You don't even know it. And you know how you can tell people don't know it? Their response takes that away. Their response takes that away. Their response. It is clear that you don't, some people don't know that God is here. He is here. The Holy Ghost is moving all over people. And you can see that there are those who don't even know that God is here. What's going on? I want to understand that this ain't a light thing that we have here tonight. It is very valuable. I want you to know that God ain't ain't showing up at every place tonight. God is showing up into the house where his word is being preached, unadulterated, not being altered. It's being preached straight forth. Come on, there's only one God. His name is Jesus. Except you're born of the water and born of the spirit. You cannot enter into the kingdom with God, of God. Without holiness, no man is going to see the Lord. Come on, God shows up when it's preached that way. When it's preached the way that it's supposed to be. Let's lift up our hands tonight. Let's call upon the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody. I hope you have a made-up mind tonight that I'm not selling out. I don't have a selling point tonight. Come on, there's too much to gain tonight. Heaven is at stake tonight. I got too much to gain. I got too much to gain to, to backslide and go to the world, to fall into fornication. Come on, I got too much to gain to fall into pornography. I got too much to gain. Heaven's at stake. I'm not selling out for temporal satisfaction. I'm not selling out to the carnal. Somebody lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. I want somebody to know something. You hear this tonight. You can't just go anywhere else and serve the Lord. You ain't going to feel this everywhere. I know the devil says, well, it's just like it. It's just like it. I want you to know that's a lie from hell. It's a lie. Somebody lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. I believe we ought to to make a declaration tonight that I'm in this thing for the long haul. I'm not letting go. I'm not throwing in the towel. 
I'm not letting my emotions carry me away. I'm going to hold on. I'm going to be rooted. I'm going to be grounded. I got a made up mind. I want to be like Peter tonight. Where else will we go? Where else is there to go? You have the words to eternal life. There's nowhere else. You're not going to feel this anywhere else. You're not going to feel this anywhere else. There's no relationship that can amount to this. Come on, there's no drug that can amount to this. There's no party that can amount to this. Oh, come on, somebody, lift up your voice. Come on, I need to hear some young people lift up their voice tonight. Come on, the devil is coming in like a flood. He wants to destroy you. He wants to rob you. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Ask God, strengthen me. Empower me. Help me to stand. Help me to stand. I want to make it. I want to make heaven. This altar is open tonight. Somebody come with your heart lifted with your hands. Call it upon the name of the Lord. Come on, this is not for sale. I got to hold on to it. It's not for sale tonight. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. The Holy Ghost is in here. Come on, young people, lift up your voice. Don't let the devil tell you that. You don't have to do all of that. Yes, you have to do that. You want something from God. You got to open up your mouth. You got to lift up your hands. You got to let God touch you. You got to let him have his way. Come on, don't hold back. Don't hold back the tears. Let them flow. Pour out your heart to God. You're in a fight tonight. We're in a fight tonight. We got to make it up in our mind. We're not, we're not going to cast away our confidence which have great recompense of reward. We're going to hold on to it. We're going to continue to trust. We're going to continue to have faith. We're going to continue to believe. We're going to continue to fight. I want more of you, God. I want more. 